Hi, I'm Brian the Mad Mc McNally, and I've always wanted a podcast. So here I am, finally doing it. This podcast isn't about anything in particular, but hey, I hope you enjoy. So I have my friend Ryan here on the show to uh, talk about a crazy idea I have. So, so how long have you been playing Kirby games? Oh boy, um, I think the first time was maybe uh, like 2006 or so when Kirby Squeak Squad came out. Yeah, I think that was gifted to me, and yeah, that was my first exposure to it. I think. Yeah, Kirby's he's very popular. Like they they had a a cafe in Japan that was themed around Kirby for a little bit. They do these things in Japan that are like these pop up cafes that are uh, temporary, and then they go down and then they reopen them with a different theme. But uh, apparently, the Kirby one was quite popular. Oh, and so like, is it is it kind of like you know designed as as Dreamland from the game, or how do they do it? Or they just have like Kirby designs on the wall? Or I think I think in various various things they also had like a. Uh, a Kirby C a cafe CD with like exclusive songs. Oh, wow. Which are, I, I would assume like remixes of, of classic Kirby tracks and stuff like G- gourmet race. Oh, that's pretty awesome to be able to listen to, to the soundtrack or a version of it while you're, and, and then you, you can get food there. You can, you can dine. Uh, don't tell me they even have like Kirby inspired food. Oh yeah. They had like Kirby cupcakes and stuff <laughs> like that. <laughs> Um, wow. I know right now at uh, at Cold Stone's Creamery, there's a uh, mm. there's a uh, creation that's inspired by Kirby and the Forgotten City. Uh, yes, I think I've seen that uh, there. They they do have a, a cup of of ice cream that yeah is is supposed to be from that. Yeah, I forget so, why. I forget what the what it's composed of. But yes, but so you and I were were talking about Kirby, and particularly the uh, the villain from Kirby Superstar uh, Marks and started making jokes. <laughs> yes. And it, it led me to the conclusion, well, what is Kirby if if not a uh, if not really a, a stand-in for the modern consumer of capitalism? That's right. I mean, he, he, he has to consume other creatures and take their abilities. So he's, he's, he's a model consumer. He's He's taking in products and and incorporating them into himself, either you could say as style or as as more abilities, right? Uh, yes, exactly. Like, yeah, he consumes something and then he copies it, makes it one with himself. Just like we might buy, you know, uh, a Tommy Hilfiger coat and then that becomes part of us, or we buy a new uh, cell phone and that becomes part of how we operate. Um, so it, it's perfect for that model. And then Marx is a little, how do we describe him? He's a little guy with shoes and a jester hat. And he bounces on a ball in his normal form, then becomes this larger villain with these wings. But he wants to take over Dreamland, right? And establish his own dictatorial rule. Well, yes, I actually, I just pulled, I just pulled up the, uh, the game modes of uh, of Kirby Superstar, and then, so mm. let, let's go through these. First, we have uh, Spring Breeze, which is actually a remake of the first Kirby game, Kirby's Dream Land, mm. uh, which that's that's where he fights the uh, the villain King Edd. Mm-hmm. 
right? And so, you know, if we're, if we're going to go go just all crazy and stupid with this analogy, you know, let's say, so, you know, right, th- this, is, this is the all, you know, Kirby, he represents the all-encompassing power of consumerism. And so his first, <laughs> you know, his first villain in the game is King DDD. So you mean he has to defeat the old order, uh, the medieval, the medieval feudal order? In other yes, words, yes, 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 he has to defeat this villain that represents, you know, this old world where the wealth was all accumulated at the top with the royals, you know. And it, by the way, too, did the, did the people of Dreamland elect King DDD? I think not. No, they didn't. That's right. He he's just, in fact, we don't even know how he got to the throne. He's just there. Yeah, and you know. To, who would who would elect the guy who gets he keeps getting his ass kicked by a pink buff ball? Yeah, yeah, you know, as a sidebar, how does King Dedede keep going back onto the throne? Does Kirby just let him, or I, I that's not very clear how that happens. I don't know. It's also too he could just think of himself as a king. Oh, but uh, he's actually he not. Did, yeah, because I don't know too. Kirby, Kirby, the like most of the villains, not uh, like most of the, those. Those bad guys only really hurt him when he walks into them. They don't really seem to be all that aggressive. Oh yeah, that, right, right. You mean the you mean the little waddle dees and waddle yeah. For all yeah, for all we know, they could just be walking around minding their own business. And King Dedede's like, these are all my subjects, <laughs> uh, and they're going to destroy you, Kirby. And then Kirby's just going off and killing people that he thinks work for King Dedede. And, and in reality, Dedede is just like a, a a kind of like a ridiculous, self-absorbed person that thinks he's king, but actually. Dreamland is like a libertarian, uh, you know, no government state. It's like an anarchist. Uh, it's like a liber. What do they call that? L- libertarian anarchism or whatever. Yeah, there's sure, no government. Poss- yes, sure, possibly. And oh. then we get get to to the second mode, uh, Dynablade, mm-hmm. where uh, where Kirby uh, has to uh, um, has to fight a giant bird thingy, and then there's I I don't remember. I I I only really remember that for some reason at the end. To, like, why why did he even fight Dynablade? Because I remember there's a thing how like Dynablade turned out to be a, a girl mama and it had baby birds, baby oh, Dynablades. Yeah, that you know that sounds vaguely familiar, but yeah, why did it? What was the starting of that? I don't remember. Uh, see, maybe if I let's see, Kirby must stop Dynablade, a giant bird from disturbing Dreamland's crops. Uh, oh, uh, doesn't actually give me the end of the, uh, the end of that, but. <laughs> I didn't even know that's why Kirby went out to fight uh, Dynablade. <laughs> so the crops were being yes, but anyways, though. So that's you know that's that's you know consumerism, resol- uh, you know making peace with nature, you know, which is to say he goes and na- uh, kicks nature's ass, <laughs> just like capitalism. Oh, oh, so that so that's kind of a so is that saying kind of a little bit of a negative on consumerism that it 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 bams ca- uh, the environment right in the. You know, even even a mama bird with all her her little chicks, it just kicks them out. That's for the player to decide. <laughs> Kirby's just telling it like it is, and then then the mode after that is gourmet race, which is where mm. Kirby races against King DDD to see who can eat more while collecting the most points. Mm. Which I, I you know, in that one we can see we could say that one's the you know in that one. Kirby, he's not just a represent- representation of capitalism, but he- he's a representation of the entrepreneur, you know? Going out there, ma- uh, you know, uh, trying to make more than, than guys like King DDD who just inherit their title. Oh, I see. So kind of like, again, but in this case, like, DDD is like perhaps the the person that would be a noble, 
but maybe doesn't have officially that title, but is still trying to be important in the modern world. And Kirby is just the new, like you said, entrepreneur that's coming up and making making themselves uh, wealthy or or be a part of the consumer culture without having to have inherited, right? And so by winning that race, Kirby is like showing like, no, the old nobles are no longer required. You can become a self-made man or yeah. woman. Yeah. Kirby is a self-made, <laughs> self-made pink puff. That's right. <laughs> and then we get to the Great Cave Offensive, which, which you know, that's that's the you know exploration, discovery, all all more products of capitalism. You know, really, really all the you know all this discovery and desire. Sure, the people who do it might not think of, of capitalism and buying crap. They might just think about enjoying their work. But isn't it all funded by capitalism, by the public's desire to know more? The Great Creative Offensive, that, that game mode, by the way, is where you, like, it's actually the largest mode where you're kind of exploring these various caverns and trying to collect treasure, you know. Oh, and also, yeah. too, Kirby, uh, Kirby, just, you know, just like the, uh, just like a, a capitalist European going and then plundering treasures, probably taking them to put in his own own Kirby museum. Now, now, now do we have to parcel this one a little bit? Because I'm thinking that, like, okay, at the at the beginning of European exploration, it was still kind of under the guise of monarchs, right, and still part of that. But you are right that it, it did kind of quickly become early modern in the sense yes. that I'm, I'm I'm talking about I'm talking about exploration and discovery in the modern sense, in the capitalist sense. That what well, I mean, what Kirby represents. Can, can you give me an example of modern exploration or discovery? Well, like like mining discovery and stuff. Can't, what? like mining well i mean i suppose that that is one sense yes and that yeah yeah too and like that that's actually not a bad example uh and that like so and then you know we have uh, geologists who then you know help uh help people who are, who are trying to find whatever mineral they're looking for or oil or whatever it is uh but then the other example that i was going to bring up was uh uh you know like you'll have uh, um uh organizations like national geographic or the discovery channel or the history channel they'll They'll fund, um, you know, they'll fund expeditions and, and document it along the way. Oh, yes. Yes. OK, gotcha. I don't know that the History Channel really does that nowadays, but they did at one point. Well, and yeah. But, and, and you yeah. see, that's what I mean, though, right? That it's the public's interest or that they think the public would have an interest and that they could get enough viewership for their 40 minute documentary. Yeah. Uh, yeah like the most recent one on block. Oh, yeah. Right. That you can splice into an episode or whatever or just one documentary. But. Like yeah. like and the so, curse of Oak Island, right? Was one on yes. History Channel. Yes, yeah. and that's what the Great Cave Offensive represents. <laughs> and it and also too, I'm pretty sure the artifacts that Kirby found during the Great Cave Offensive were more historically valuable than anything they found on Oak Island. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. Exactly. Yeah. All right. And then, yes. And then we have Revenge of Metanites. Okay, okay. Uh, which is which is where uh, Kirby has to go. See, and this is the one where he, he's got to defeat the old, the old like kind of because uh, I think the story, if I recall correctly, like Meta Knight was was like the people of Dreamland. They're they're too lazy. Oh, it even says here on the Wikipedia page, a story driven mode chronicling Kirby's efforts to stop Meta Knight, who attempts to take over Dreamland and end the uh, the inhabitants' lazy lifestyle by invading. In his signature airship, the battleship Halberd. He he went to he went to war with Dreamland or tried to subjugate it because he thought they were too lazy. 
yeah and so see what he represents <laughs> See what he references the the morality of the old world. You know this kind of stern. You gotta you gotta get up and work. And then what is Kirby's like? Look, Kirby. You know Kirby's the bold capitalist. That it's like no no no. Pe- people gotta you know be motivated to work. You know that you can't just tell them work. They they have to want to they have to want to be consumers. You know they don't want to live just to live because religion tells them live. Although to to be they want to live though... for things. They want to live to eat <laughs> and consume and be eaten by Kirby. But what's funny about yeah, that's right. But but what's funny is that Kirby often in in you know when we see him at the beginning of games, is he's usually like sleeping or trying to rest or trying to eat with the the tomato whatever that tomato thing is, um, that item, and then something will happen right, and then Kirby has to rush out and then become a consumer. So is it is it that in Dreamland normally? The consumerism is so abundant that Kirby can rest and only when he has to do a job, he's almost like an independent contractor. When he has to do a job, he goes and does it, but then he can rest uh, in between. Yeah, see, and 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 Meta Knight, he he despises the you know all the laziness and leisure that that modernity gives us. That's right. that's what that's what he uh, he you know represents in in Meta Knight's revenge or revenge of Meta Knight. So, so is Meta Knight supposed to be like like leftover knights as as Europe transitioned from feudal to modern? Like these knights that were trying to hold on to the chivalry order, the old order, like you said, and then they're kind of being they're being outmoded by modern soldiers and modern economy and everything. You know, I was about to say you're taking this allegory too far, but then you actually kind of brought me you brought me around at the end there. <laughs> I saved it at the end. Yes, and then and then finally, uh, mm-hmm. finally the 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 mode that inspired this whole conversation, Milky Way Wishes, which is where you fight a, a villain uh, called Marx, mm-hmm. who Ryan so kindly described at the beginning of this episode. Yes, and 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 it's so fitting that his name is Marx, and um, that the and that the uh, um, that it's called Milky Way Wishes. You know that he's he's trying to create his idealistic world where. I guess he's a more powerful version of himself. I don't know. That part doesn't really fall so much into Marxism, but, but nonetheless, nonetheless, his name is Marx. Uh, he, he wants to make a wish, you know, he's, he's got his own idealistic vision of the world where he's some kind of powerful bat creature. And I guess that's how he plans to bring socialism to dreamland. When you could say that part of it is that like his more, when he gets that more powerful form, you could say is when Marxism goes into power, that's when it becomes more powerful. It's not just an idea. And then it tries to impose itself upon society and create the utopia that it wants, right? Just as Marx was trying to do when he became more powerful. Uh, And then Kirby has to go in and defeat him with consumerism or with the help of consumerism. Just as the Soviet Union couldn't compete with American or European consumerism, I guess you could argue. Yes. Trying to, I remember you pop around in planets a lot in that in that uh, game mode. I can't, I can't really think of a way to to tie that into into the capitalist allegory. Oh, may, maybe, maybe like. Actually, you know what? I I think I do know how to add it too. Is in that you know he, Kirby, he does all this traveling, and then not only that too, but what makes that game mode so special is that when he when he finds powers, he actually gets to keep them, uh, and then call on them whenever he wants. Oh, I Which guess is I kind of, 
yes, which which represents you know the the kind of further advancement of of what we the, the how capitalism can improve. You know, I'm, I've completely lost this. Yeah, I, guess, I guess it is better, but at the end of the day, that, that one was a pretty big stretch. Well, well, no, you could still use it. Like, you could say that, like, um, well, actually, yeah, but but maybe the idea that capitalism or consumerism gets so powerful that it's able to build upon itself. Like you said, he can keep the abilities this time. And so, like, okay, now capitalism is becoming more advanced. It's building on top of itself, and new advances are... Uh, coming up and and every more wealth and prosperity is available right um to to the consumer um versus marx's uh world where uh well we don't see his world of dreamland but we know yeah. that his, he's his not gonna have just him kind of becoming a giant bat monster <laughs> yeah yeah so he doesn't get to take over but we assume under his rule everyone would be subjugated and Kirby would no longer be able to be a consumer of, of abilities. Um, yeah. Why? What? Cause I remember, wasn't there something else that like, for some reason, Marx told Kirby to go collect something so that he could get a wish. And then oh, yeah. Marx is the one that comes in. What? What was oh. even? Oh, do you remember? Yes. Yes. It, it was, it was these pieces uh, that, that when they were put together, it was like a giant metal, sun creature thing it was yeah, like well, a, it was... i remember that but i don't remember why they were doing any of that oh yeah uh, well that was how he made a wish right yeah i just don't remember I, th I thought there was some reason why they had to go on this adventure at all oh you mean that marx tricked kirby somehow and said you have to collect these pieces for some reason yes there was there was a reason yeah i don't remember that part and, and the the sun thing was called nova or whatever. Oh wait, here we go. I don't know why I didn't just read the Wikipedia entry once again. Uh, the largest mode in the game, uh, which actually I'm not sure that's true because the Great Cave Offensive is pretty big. Um, because the sun and moon around the planet Pop Star are fighting. <laughs> oh, that's a, right. A jester-like creature named Marks tell uh tells Kirby he must travel across the nine planets and restore the giant wish-granting comet Nova. Uh, yeah. 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 And then it actually goes on to just kind of describe what I, what I was talking about with the whole game mode. So that's uh, that was our ridiculous way of, of um, telling you uh, that, uh, you know, Kirby, uh, Kirby Superstar is really a, a capitalist superstar. And, and wait, isn't there one more thing? Isn't there like a mode where Kirby fights this little, uh, what is his name? The little galaxy uh, guy that looks like Meta Knight, but it's a space. That was in Kirby Superstar Ultra. We, we oh, were only looking oh. at all the versions in the in the SNES uh, original. Okay, got, yeah. Got although okay. although um, the one unlockable mode in that game is, is a boss mode, which, you know, I guess we could say that's the boss rush mode is just... Uh, it's just a look back and all the various ways in which capitalism destroys other political systems and, and modes of, uh, what is an economy exactly? What is capitalism? Is it... Oh, you mean like, what, what you mean? Like you just a definition? No, I like in terms of like, what kind of thing is it? Oh, what is it a political of... system? Is it, is it an economy? I realized that, uh, these are probably this is probably a question I should have asked myself before before uh, calling Kirby Superstar uh, an analogy of capitalism.
but uh, eh. uh, well, <laughs> such is well, madness. Well, well, capitalism, of course, is an economic system. However, you can also uh, add in that sometimes, or or usually, actually, I should say, the the capitalist model of economics is helped by a political system that allows for it, right? Which sometimes the the uh, I guess the socialists would say like a bourgeoisie state, right? Or uh, so, in other words, a state that supports the capitalist model. Now, of course, that's the socialist look at it. We would say, of course, as Americans, we would say a free market or some kind of a uh, 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 whatever a not a non-command economy is, right? So whatever government does not try to control the entire economy, right, would be would be a capitalist nation state. Uh, all right, good definition, and and so. You know, all of that to say that Kirby is a capitalist consumer who who wants to freely uh, to freely eat uh, eat whatever he'd like. He's literally a consumer. Hi, if you're listening to this, it means you haven't skipped over to another podcast yet. Since you're here, I might as well ask you to subscribe to your podcast player of choice and leave me a review on iTunes if you'd be so kind. My intro and outro has been Break Time by Roa. Check the link in the description to find more of their copyright-free content. This week's cover art is Kirby Superstar, generated in crayon.